writer, all of a sudden there's like a download and I just get tons and tons of scriptures. So like I basically have scripture upon scripture here and um, not so much a message, but we'll just see what happens here. Otherwise, you're just going to get a whole lot of scripture about God encouraging you to enjoy your life that he blessed you with, all right? <laughs> First of all, Third John 2, it's one of my favorites, and this is the scripture that came to me when he told me, enjoy life. He said in Third John 2, beloved, I wish, and another version says, I pray above all things that you would prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. So our Heavenly Father cares about each one of us so much. He created us. He created us, and we're his children. I don't know about you, but I want my children to be blessed. I want them to be happy, and God's no different. He wants his children blessed and happy, and he's telling us right here, he's like, children, I pray, and I pray for my kids, so he's praying for us. I pray above all things. I care about this more than anything, that you would prosper in all things and be in health and your soul would prosper. I want you to be happy. I want you to enjoy life. Okay, so now with that being said, that's what God wants. Then he goes on to say in John 10, 10, the thief is the one who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And another version says, the thief's purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy. So the things that happen in this life that kill, steal, or destroy from your joy or from you enjoying life is the enemy. But my purpose, another version says, is to give you a rich and satisfying life. Or in other words, my desire is that you would enjoy life and live it to the fullest. Amen? In Psalms 91.16, he says it again. And this just is like the word of God says, out of the mouths of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. Like, so be it. Let it be done. And I'm just going to give you like a lot of scriptures that say pretty much the exact same thing of God reiterating himself in a different way. Go enjoy life. Enjoy life. Be blessed. Be happy. Enjoy life. Psalms 91.16 says, With long life I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. Satisfaction comes when you're enjoying life. Satisfaction comes when you're content with what God's blessed you with and you focus on what he's blessed you with rather than what you don't have or what the enemy's coming against you with. Satisfaction comes when you focus on God and not on the thief coming to kill, steal, and destroy, but you're focusing on that he gave you abundant life. Amen? So God wants us to enjoy this life that he's given us, be satisfied and content with all that we have. And I know this, um, you know, like for instance, you know, the disciples on the boat, they're facing the storm, Jesus is with them, you know, and you and I, you know, we might go through storms in life and um, the boat of our life and we're facing a storm and Jesus is with us, he's in the boat and stuff, but when that storm comes, it's hard to not focus on the fact that you feel like you're going to sink. But what we need to focus on is the fact that he's not left us, amen, that he's always with us and he'll never leave us nor forsake us, he's with us always, even until the end, so our focus should be on that, not on the storm. And so... With that being said, 
He says, so many times we get so focused, and this is something the Lord spoke to me today, so many times we get so focused on the trials and the attacks that the enemy throws at us. But God has blessed us with abundant life and better yet, eternal life. And so that should be our focus. I mean, as long as we have a roof over our heads and clothes on our body (laughs) and food to eat, we should be content in the fact that we're going to live eternally with God in heaven, that we found Jesus. Amen? And so he says, sometimes it's hard because the enemy comes against us with so many trials and things like that, and we focus on that, but we need to focus on the fact that he gave us eternal life. He freed us from eternal death, put it that way, and we should have joy and satisfaction in that alone. So just... If you're having a hard time and you're going through struggles, just make a determination to focus on God and all he has blessed you with. Look past the storm to the other side, if you will. Or like we talked about last time, wait upon the Lord so he renews your strength so you can mount up with wings as eagles and soar over that problem. Or run and not grow weary through that problem. Or walk if if you're going to take it slow and not faint and get over that problem. But God wants you to focus on him and his life rather than the attacks of the enemy. Because all the thief's trying to do by giving you attacks is to kill, steal, and destroy the enjoyment of life for you. That's the only purpose. He's trying to steal the joy out of life for you. Because he's jealous that you're God's child. He's jealous of you. And so... God tells us to focus on his blessed life that he's given us. In Matthew 6.33, he says, seek me first. Focus on me first above all else, above any problem, you could say, or any issue in your life. Seek me first. Put me first. Put me as your first focus, and I'll add all these things unto you, or I'll take care of the problems or maybe even the attacks in your life. Or you'll already know the solutions to those attacks, so they won't bother you as much. But focus on me first. Psalms 37, 3 and 4, this is a good one, says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. When my day is focused on God, and I delight in God, then he fills it with good things. And that's what he's talking about. Trust in the Lord on an everyday basis. Commit your way unto the Lord on an everyday basis, and he will give you the desires of your heart. He knows what you desire more than what you think you desire. (laughs) He knows that even though I desire a house, he knows I desire a good marriage. You know, he knows that I desire to be financially taken care of, but he also knows that I desire more to prosper um, spiritually. So he knows which things come first, but if I will just take delight and trust him that he knows best and dedicate my day on an everyday basis to him, he will make my path straight. If I delight myself in him, he'll give me the desires of my heart, and he knows which desires those are. Amen? When my focus on a daily basis is to delight in him, he fills it with good things. I literally look to the Holy Spirit for everything I do. He's involved with every decision I make. From the moment I wake up, I welcome him. 
I learned it from others, but I welcome him to take part in my day and just to help me. And I, I think that I'm a pretty positive person, you know, and, and I, I focus on God and, and I don't look at people's issues and problems. Sometimes when people bring, when you're a minister, people bring you all kinds of problems. And if you don't have your eyes focused on God, you can get wore out and burdened, you know, um, <laughs> And it's not even your own problem. <laughs> but you're just like, oh, what is the world coming to? What is the enemy doing to this family? And it's just, oh, it can get heavy. But you got to know greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and even in their lives. Tell them God's greater than that, you know. So I have learned to welcome the Holy Spirit. And I delight myself in God so much that he orders my footsteps every day. He knows simply what I enjoy, and um, just I, I think he's helping me refocus myself, too, on enjoying the life that he blessed me with, um, whether that's my family or just sp- how I spend my time, um, whatever it might be. He says, enjoy the life I gave you. I think too much of our time is focused on worrying about problems when he said don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell God what you need and then move on and enjoy your life you know tell God what you need and then get past it because God has it now cast your care on him for he cares for you move past it and enjoy the things that you know he blessed you with and the one thing you know is you have eternal life But I'm sure you have more blessings than that. You're sitting here today in a warm building. It's cold outside, you know. Um, There's a lot to be thankful for. And we need to be content and thankful for everything that he's blessed us with. Psalms 37.5 says, commit everything you do. And, I mean, I literally do that. But I believe God's word is so much more literal, and I take it that way, than we think. We always, like, try to look deep and And sometimes he'll reveal more to it, but I think a lot of times we just need to take him at his word. And so commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him, and he'll help you. Whoa, such a revelation, you know. (laughs) If I commit my day to the Lord and I trust him, he'll work things out for me. He'll lead and guide my footsteps. He'll order them. He'll help me pray as I ought to by the Holy Spirit. I don't have to worry about how things are going to turn out because he says all things work together for the good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So I, one thing I see from all these scriptures is that he says he doesn't want you worrying and fearing and allowing that to consume your life because all it's going to do is kill, steal, and destroy the enjoyment of life that I want for my children. He just wants us to be happy where his kids So he says, cast those cares on me and enjoy life. Enjoy life. Too much burden, too much heaviness on the body of Christ when we're the most blessed people on the face of this earth. We shouldn't be so heavy-hearted and so burdened. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. We shouldn't be carrying these cares in this sack on our back. Give them to the Lord. It's not our job to take care of everything and everyone. We can't work things out for our children, our spouses even, but we can certainly pray because he said, I mean, and that's not worrying. That's saying, 
Lord, I'm not going to worry about this. Instead, I'm going to pray about it, and then I'm going to give it to you, and then I'm going to leave it in your hands. I'm not going to take it back. And I'm going to go ahead and enjoy my life. If you see me smiling, having a cup of coffee, even though this turmoil is going on and you know about it, then don't worry about it. Just know that I'm enjoying my life. <laughs> I remember um, a while back, I don't remember how many years ago now it was, like seven or eight years ago, my husband was in the hospital having kidney failure. I mean, he was down to 3% kidney failure, I mean, function. And um, one more percent, and they said he'd be on dialysis. But me and my mom were having our Thursday morning prayer meetings, and he was in there for three weeks in the hospital. And um, I told my mom, I was like, I don't know if I'm a bad wife or if God is just supernaturally comforting me and giving me peace about the situation. But I was like, I have so much peace and joy on the inside of me that even if I tried to worry, I just couldn't. Like, I wanted to worry because that would be what a good wife would do, is worry, like, is this going to turn out okay? Is he going to be on dialysis? Whatever. But I couldn't have a worry in the world. I was trying to worry, and I couldn't because I had actually committed it to God and left it in his hands. And then I was sitting here having a good old time, having a prayer meeting, enjoying what I like to do, enjoying God's presence, enjoying life. That's what he wants his children to do. Even in the midst of a storm, you know, you're, you're getting washed with the water. <laughs> you're getting clean. <laughs> you're heading over to the other side, even if there's a storm, you know, whatever. Don't be so moved by the storm. Don't be so moved by the attacks of the enemy. The devil is a liar. God tells the truth. And if he said you're going to the other side, you're going to the other side. If he said that you'll live a long life, you'll live a long life. If he said he supplies your need, then he's going to supply your need. Have faith in God that he will take care of you. And just go ahead, give those cares to God, and enjoy this life. Stop worrying so much and enjoy life. God wants his children happy. Amen. So every day I do exactly as that scripture says, commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him, and he will help you. He's confident he's going to help you. Every day, commit it to the Lord. Ecclesiastes 5, 19 and 20, it says, And it is a good thing to receive wealth from God, good health, and to enjoy it. To enjoy your work and accept your lot in life, this is indeed a gift from God. Just be happy you have a job. Be happy that God's given you money to live on. Be happy that you have food on the table. Be happy that you have critters in your home or whatever you like to enjoy your time with. Be happy. I'm not talking about mice here, unless you have them as a pet. <laughs> um, just be happy and accept your lot in life because it's a gift from God. He says, God keeps such people so busy enjoying life that they take no time to brood over the past. No time to worry about failures you might have had or things you could have done differently or, or whatever. He wants you to move past that. It's under the blood. Look forward to what lies ahead. Heaven lies ahead. Amen? Look forward to what lies ahead and just enjoy this life while you're here and do what God's called you to do, which is to go out and preach the good news. Share the love of Jesus. Be happy. Enjoy life. Don't worry. Be happy. 
Ecclesiastes 2, 24 through 26 says this again. This is, um, he's saying, so I decided there's nothing better than to enjoy food and drink and to find satisfaction in work. When I realize that these pleasures are from, God, from the hand of God, who can eat or enjoy anything apart from him? God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy to those who please him. It's okay to have issues in your life or in your family or in your finances. It's okay that things might try to come against you, the attacks of the enemy might happen because there is a thief out there and he is trying to kill, steal, and destroy. It doesn't mean he's going to win because no weapon formed against us will prosper. All who rise against us will fall. If you don't let him win, he cannot win. God's on your side. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And to my knowledge, he's never lost a battle and never will. So we need to have that assurance with him and not worry about it. But instead, give it to God. Pray about everything and just enjoy the life he set before you. He said, you know, Ecclesiastes there, I love it. Uh, that was the revelation to me in North Carolina because I was going through some hard times. The Lord spoke to me one day, and he said, enjoy your lot in life. That he, he came to a conclusion. I realized that it's okay to have attacks of the enemy trying to come against you, but to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Enjoy the food before you. Enjoy the drink before you. Enjoy the work that God's given you to do. Enjoy the fact that finances are coming in to take care of you. Enjoy what God's given you. Be happy about it. Don't be so worried about these things and let them tear you down from all the blessings that you have. Focus on that. Focus on the good things God's given you. There's enough of it. Amen? Don't let the devil take away from what God's given you. Ecclesiastes 6.9, he says, Enjoy what you have rather than desiring what you don't have. Don't always be worried about what you don't have. Focus on what you do have. If you're thankful for what you do have, he'll probably bless you with more. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but if I give somebody something and they're super duper thankful and, and they use it and they're super thankful, I want to bless them with more. But if somebody's like, that's all you got, that's all you got. <laughs> I see that you have more. Why didn't you give me more? You know, if they're unthankful, ungrateful, and they're not using or utilizing what you've already given them, then, you know, you're not. You're not blessed with what you got, so why get more? <laughs> that's, that's what God's saying here. Be thankful for what you got. You know? Be blessed that you're married. Be blessed that you're single and you have freedom to worship God whenever you want. You don't have all these kids running around. Be blessed if you have kids running around. Whatever your lot is in life, be happy about it. And just enjoy your relationship with God and, and do what he's called you to do. In second, or 1 Timothy 6, 6 through 8, he says, Now there is great gain in godliness and with contentment for what we... Um, okay. Now there is great gain in godliness with contentment for we brought nothing into the world, but if we have food and clothing with these, we should be content. We came with nothing and now we have something. Be content. Be happy. You know? We need to be thankful for all God's already blessed us with. Colossians 3.17 says, Whatever you do in word 
or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the Father for all he has done through him. We have that to be thankful for. Amen. First Thessalonians 5.18. Now we're getting to enjoying life, but also to be content and thankful for what you do have and not looking at what you don't have. Because sometimes when you focus on what you don't have, rather not just focusing on what you're going through, but when you start focusing on what you don't have, you, you depreciate and you don't appreciate what you do have. So now God's saying be thankful for what you do have. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is what God wants you to do. In the midst of those circumstances, you can still thank God for what you do have. In the midst of troubled times, turmoil in your mind, turmoil with family, turmoil in finances, in the midst of situations, still be thankful for what you do have. You have salvation. You have clothes. I see them. (laughs) You probably ate, and if you didn't eat, there's some donuts back there if you like. <laughs> God's providing, you know. I've had times like that, you know, when we were in North Carolina and we were making ends meet and my parents weren't here to help us out. <laughs> um, and we were just trying to, you know, buy faith, launch a church and things like that. We had times where it was like ramen noodles for dinner, <laughs> and those are like 33 cents. So, <laughs> But everyone was happy, you know. Everybody was thankful that we had something to eat. They, they don't, kids don't care. And, don't know how much those are. <laughs> they think it's the best thing in the world, um, which is hilarious because I ate a lot of those in college, <laughs> which explains why I gained 20 pounds in college. But anyways, um, enjoy life. Just be happy with God, what God's given you. And, and, I mean, the fact that you found a good church and the fact that you have other believers to, to fellowship with, I mean, there's a lot to be thankful for. And even if you have to, ask God, Lord, Give me a list of what to be thankful for so I can focus on that instead of this. And, Lord, I just give that to you. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. I'll pray about it, and I give it to you, and I'm going to focus on these good things and enjoy them. Amen? And I don't know, for you, it might be totally different than what I enjoy. I enjoy solitude a lot of times. Um, I enjoy a good conversation with another believer. I went out with a girl from um, Revival MKE today. And we just connected, just a good friend. Um, I, it was my first time going out with her, but it, I just know that she's like a spiritual friend. And um, we had like a two and a half hour conversation. It went by like 10 minutes. It's really awesome. But um, I enjoy that. But I also, she was like double coffee because I posted a picture of me at Starbucks before I met her at Collectivo. <laughs> but I, then I was by myself and I was studying and getting into God's word and just hearing God for myself. And I enjoy that a lot. Um, if we have no money and I can't go get a coffee, <laughs> um, I'll call mom and say, we want to go for a coffee? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, if, um, if I have no money and I just, I really want that solitude, and usually my solitude is, you know, I want to talk to God and spend time with him. My house is full always. So um, I take a walk. I love taking walks it's when it's not negative whatever degrees out. Um, so I love any other season other than winter. Um, I don't mind winter, but I love every other season in Wisconsin. But I purpose to enjoy life. And often my little sister has said, man, you're a strong woman. You know, because I've gone through some things. And she's like, you're a strong woman. I've heard it numerous times. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I just think God's bigger. And I focus on that. 
you know, whatever trials that the enemy comes, he's a liar, you know, and he, God is so much bigger than that. That's just ants to God, you know, and, and, and it's nothing. I mean, he parted the Red Sea. He rained down manna from heaven. He sent his son from heaven, you know, I mean, he raised the dead. And, and what I'm faced with is nothing compared to those things. And God did those things. And it's the same God I serve. And so I'm going to just choose to focus on how big my God is and enjoy life rather than problems. Because the devil's the one who brought those problems. And the Word of God says every good gift and every perfect gift and all blessings that you have in life come from the Father above. And God wants his children just to focus on how blessed we are, that he's blessed us with all these things from the Father above. We have joy and peace that comes supernaturally from the Holy Ghost. I had peace when Clayton was in the hospital, and that was supernatural peace. And I just went ahead and enjoyed it because I couldn't explain it. He says he'll guard our hearts and minds with his peace and his presence. And so that's if you'll allow him and not allow the enemy to cause you turmoil in your mind, then you can enjoy peace in the midst of a storm and not just need the peace be still. But say, you know what, I'm going to go over to the other side whether there's a storm or not. You know, enjoy it. Enjoy this time you have on this earth. It's for but a moment, he says. In James 1.17, oh, is what I just quoted, every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father above. And so the Lord spoke to me while I was sitting there, and my pen ran out of ink, so I'm going to try to read it. (laughs) He said, don't let your heart be heavy. It's okay to have joy and to be content with what you have and to be blessed. Many are the troubles in this world, but the Lord delivers you out of them all. So even though you might feel like maybe you're somebody who feels like a guilt, like like I felt that day, (laughs) I should be worried because otherwise I'm a bad wife. But maybe your, your issue is a family member or a family problem or finances or whatever. And um, you feel like almost like it's your responsibility to worry because otherwise you don't care. Actually, if you care about it, you're going to commit it to God and you're going to pray about it. And then you're going to just enjoy life because that's what he instructs us to do. Because he said, if you teeter in your faith. You're like a wave of the sea that's tossed to and fro, and that man won't receive anything from the Lord. You shouldn't expect to receive it anyways. So you might as well just go ahead and commit it to God and enjoy what he's blessed you with because that means that that's what I actually just imparted to you tonight. That means that you're in faith regarding what you're asking God for. Remember faith for breakthrough? That's what I imparted to you. Faith for breakthrough, when you're in faith, you can enjoy life regardless before that breakthrough comes into full manifestation. So, Lord, faith for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. And then what he said, change is coming now. So expect it. And I want to encourage you. I know it might seem silly, but every day, Just like this word says, just be real about it. 
Commit your way in your day unto the Lord. Welcome the Holy Spirit, and he says he'll help you. Another scripture says that he'll order your footsteps. This pleases God when you enjoy life. And so invite him. And, you know, I just saw myself at Starbucks, so I went to Starbucks. And I studied there, and that's where I got my message. Do what something every day that you enjoy for you. I heard on the news, I mean on the news, um, <laughs> K-Love News, um, I heard on there that they said you, everybody should take two hours a day for themselves. I'm like, yeah, right, two hours a day. That would be so nice. Other than Wednesdays, that's like impossible because Wednesdays I have off and Jude goes to school for four hours and that's like the day. But I always have to study, but that's what I enjoy to do. But anyways, um, but they said every day, take two hours a day to enjoy your life. But I was like, there's something with that, though, that that's about two hours a day what I enjoy is spending time with God. You know what I mean? And that's like 20% of my day or 10% of my day, um, two hours. But whatever the case, do, it, do something every day that you enjoy and then be thankful for it. Whether that's sitting for 30 minutes and reading or whether that's taking a walk or whether that's blessing somebody, something that's going to cause you to be thankful for what God's given you and then focus on that rather than the problem. Because the problem is the enemy, and the enemy would love you to focus on him. But when you're focused on the blessings, you're focusing on him, God. Amen? Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll order your footsteps. He'll cause things to work out for you. Your worry, he says, isn't going to add a single hair to your head. And so, like that word, Kim, that John gave you, I believe that this message kind of goes right along with it. You can pray and pray for your family, but then you got to give it to the Lord and just know that that prayer is a covering and it, God, it's, God's got it. Now go ahead and enjoy life for you. You and Tim need to go on a date and just enjoy each other. God's got it. We prayed about it. He's got it, you know. We can't try to work everything out on our own. We can't change a soul. We can't change a spouse. We can't change our financial situation unless God tells us what to do. So just go ahead and enjoy life, enjoy God's presence, and let him lead you and guide you. Glory to God. Let's uh, bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for everything that you've blessed us with. Father, I just pray that you would just truly impart that, that gift of faith for breakthrough, Lord, in these realms, Lord, that people are needing breakthrough in. And, Lord, that during this season that they're believing for breakthrough, Father, that they would have faith, Lord, that you're coming through for them and that during that time where they have to stand in faith, Father, that they can, too, also enjoy life and do the things that you want them to do, Lord. Um, Father, just that they would enjoy the fruits of their labor. They'd enjoy to eat and to drink and to um, be thankful for their lot in life, Lord, whether that's a stay-at-home mom or whether that's working in, in a certain work field, Lord, that they'd be thankful for that job, thankful for the roof over their heads. Just, Lord, help us to be, have a thankful heart. In the name of Jesus, Lord. And, Father, I just pray, Lord, tonight for the offering and the tithes, Father,